Learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership, insight, and advice. Welcome to season three of She Leads Podcast Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Tasha Turnbull. Tasha Turnbull is a certified personal trainer, group fitness instructor, fitness nutrition specialist, motivational speaker, and an award-winning entrepreneur. She is the owner of T2 Fitness Studios, a fitness training studio in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Tasha started as a personal trainer in 2009 and opened T2 Fitness Studios in 2011 after she realized her calling of impacting lives through her own personal testimony, successfully losing 100 pounds on her own. Tasha's journey to weight loss was not an easy feat. Growing up overweight all her life, she battled with low self-esteem, binge eating, depression, and despair. Then one day, she decided to stop watching life pass her by. She became committed to being an active participant in deciding on how she was going to live her life. She developed self-love, which enhanced the self-confidence needed to lose weight. Her passion, unwavering beliefs, and empathy for the struggles people face when undertaking weight loss led her to commit her life to assisting others with reaching their weight loss goals. T2 Fitness has been the motivation behind over 3,000 men and women in Hampton Roads making health and fitness a priority in their own lives via personal training, fitness boot camps, motivational speaking talks across the country, and the annual fitness events Tasha's company puts on in the coastal Virginia area of the state. Tasha has been featured on several weight loss blogs, local, regional, and national radio and television news segments, national fitness social media campaigns, and fitness-related news publications, including Sister Circle TV, Shape Magazine, Black Girls Run, Good Morning Washington, Fox Baltimore, Strong Fitness Magazine, and blackdoctor.org, among others. Tasha is currently on tour with Black Girls Run, Sweat Your Soul, 10-city tour stop across the country. The nutrition workshop Tasha leads has been having a profound impact on participants from Seattle, Washington to Washington, D.C., giving them insight into her previous negative relationship with food. Tasha leads participants on a journey revealing how she was able to improve her toxic relationship with food while empowering women to create a stronger foundation of self in order to improve their relationship with food despite leading busy lifestyles. Tasha's talks are unique as she is quite active in her presentation. 
Furthermore, she empathizes with audience members' struggles with food, yet her advice is simple, direct, and quick-witted. So you leave her presentation with practical tools, strategies, and behavior techniques you can immediately use to improve your relationship with food. Tasha is most recently the author of The Last 10 Pounds and is an extension of her commitment to finding unique and effective ways to motivate people to reach their fitness goals and live your healthiest life possible despite leading a busy lifestyle. Tasha offers insight to her own pitfalls and setbacks with regards to food and emotional eating. The last 100 pounds is targeted towards many individuals who have struggled and tried for years to lose weight or living a healthier lifestyle, but life keeps getting in the way. In the last 10 pounds, Tasha explains page by page how she lost 100 pounds and what you can do to finally live your best life. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Tasha Turnbull. So Tasha, I read your bio and I love your commitment to and passion for health and fitness, first starting with yourself and now helping thousands of others. So kudos to you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nicole. I greatly appreciate it. You're welcome. So Tasha, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to be a guest on She Leads Podcast. Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Cool. And thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So now let's talk about leadership. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Yeah. Would you agree, Tasha? I totally agree. Definitely. Definitely. And can you tell us why you feel this way? Because with everything that's going on in this world, even though people like on a macro level, we might have a president or you might have people who are responsible for your state or your city. But a lot of times we oftentimes just deal with our day to day lives and getting stuff done from Sunday to Saturday. And sometimes even though we're just we may be just responsible for our one self or one family, there needs to be some type of direction, strategy, and guidance to make sure that we are living to our best potential, even just as one person. And so there is definitely a role or a need for leadership in that capacity, even if you're just an army of one and looking at things like in a way to guide and direct yourself to to have a successful, productive, and just for a purposeful life. And, and you have to kind of own up to being a leader so that you can have the best for yourself with what is going on for you on a, you know, day-to-day and a week-to-week basis. Yes. Thank you for that. I totally agree. Yes. We first start with leading ourselves, which does make Mm -hmm. us a leader. And I like some of the things you said, as far as we need a direction, strategy, guidance and living up to our potential. So that is, you know, it takes a lot just to lead ourselves. That's a job in itself, you know? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Cute. So thanks for that. Yes. Okay. So Tasha, can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization? Well, I feel like I became a leader when I recognized that I had to help my own self out in kind of providing some direction in my life. And this was kind of in my early 20s, coming out of college and not feeling my best, being very overweight, having low self-esteem and not feeling like I'm leading, like I'm living, like living a life. Like I felt like I was just existing. And I kind of turned to exercise and weightlifting as a way to feel dominant over something. Being able to push and pull and tug on weights kind of provided strength and more so strength outside of the gym. And it helped me to feel like I'm leading myself, like I'm actually providing a pathway for success for myself. And I didn't know what necessarily that success was, but around that time period, when I was like, hmm, I actually can you know, influence myself in a positive way to be successful. And the more I kept doing it and months and years went by, other people noticed that too. And they wanted to join me as kind of me being a leader per se for them to help help them to live their best life. But for me, it came from using exercise to help me to do that when um, coming out of college. Okay. Thanks for that. Yes. And I can understand Mm -hmm. like when we find our passion or find what actually makes us happy at the core of our person, that can definitely spark us into feeling like we're a leader, you know, and we have control of ourselves and our destinies. Right. For that. Yes. Okay. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Tasha, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? So I would say, let me think, one, in that we need to establish some type of discipline habits, patterns, and routines to help us create success. And then when we have that type of success, that kind of gives us more authority. It also lends you more credibility for yourself to pursue other things and for other people to want to become influenced by you. So it's kind of like I own a fitness studio. I'm into fitness. When you you kind of lose those first few pounds or you notice some changes, not even in your your stomach or your legs, but kind of in your face. Like any type of progress kind of gives you that oomph. Like, okay, the thing is when that comes from being consistent and being establishing great habits for yourself. And the more that you continue to do that on a regular basis, then success will come. And the success is built upon the discipline that you now have instilled within yourself. So I'm I'm very huge on being disciplined and in your life. And I don't look at discipline as something negative or something like it's boring or like, oh, I'm in the military, she's disciplined. Like, 
discipline really helps you get to your true core feelings of success and being purposeful in, in your life. And so our, our discipline is definitely number one. And compassion. So compassion is also, uh, I would say, a, a code of leadership in that we need to be compassionate for where people are uh, along in their journey um, of life. And everybody is not going to be able to complete, perform, and do things at the same level. We all have different bodies. They kept different chemical structures. We all have different personality traits that are strengths that are, you know, have a more of an influential, more impact than other traits, depending upon the person. So it's important to know that we are all different, but that doesn't necessarily mean that these people can't be led or that they aren't wanting to live their best life as well. So it's important to have compassion for people where they are and kind of find different ways to connect with people, given where they are to help them improve. The more that you are able to be compassionate for various, you know, different, you know, different people, the greater and the more, the the greater of an impact you can have because quality is very, very important, but also quantity. If you are looking to be influential, it's very important to have compassion for people in different aspects of where they are in their life. And so I guess the third one I would say would be urgency, like some like urgency, fervor, some type of excitement, a combination of those three, uh, because when you have, even though you want to be compassionate, you do want to have a sense of that something needs to take place now, even though it can't take place now, but you have to have a sense of urgency within yourself to get things done because every day you're not going to be on or on your best. You know, every run is not going to feel like I can do five miles or I can be on, stay on the elliptical for 30 minutes. You're, you're not going to be honest, but you still have to understand the need, the purpose, and the reason why something needs to take place. And as a leader, you have to be able to rile up the troops, rile yourself up, even if you don't feel like it every time. So it's important to have that to be able to get things done on those days when you don't feel like it. And of course, on the days when you have all the energy in the world. So I would say urgency, compassion, and discipline uh, would be my three codes of leadership. Awesome. Thanks for that. Yes. And I can see where all three of those are actually needed to be your best self. And I actually like what you were saying about discipline, you know, and some people can look at that negatively, but to me that goes hand in hand with boundaries, right? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, you know, and your best self, everything is not okay for you if the goal is to be your best self and you have to understand that, you know, and make that distinction, you know, so that you can move forward in success. So thank you for that. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. No problem. All right. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, Mm -hmm. I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic view. But Tasha, yes, can you yes. share your view on failure and what it means to you? Yeah, failure is real, okay? Failure happens <laughs> seven, seven, seven days a week. It 
definitely happens to your bestest of bestest leader. Like quite like Oprah's had plenty of times when she's failed. Even the own network, it was not doing well when it first started. And look at it now. I mean, so many, it's definitely a lesson to be learned when it to, to failing. Um, but the, the point with the failure is to recognize that you need to keep going even though you failed. And you continue going with intent and, and uh, purpose. Not just like, well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to just try harder next time. That's not necessarily it with failure. You, you need to have a plan in place so you don't make the same mistakes. Because we could go with failure, but then that could also lead to insanity if you mm-hmm. keep doing the same thing, mm-hmm. expecting for a different outcome. Yes. So I'm not about people like, well, I'm going to try again. Like, you, can't, you need to have a plan. Like, when I talk to speaking different places, talking about losing weight, um, it, it's about you have to create a foundation for success. You can't say like, well, I'm going to lose, I'm going to drop three pounds this week and I'm going to just not eat fast food. I'm going to eat baked foods and drink more water and I'm going I'm to do more ab exercises. Like that's not, that you doing a little tweak here and there is not enough for you to see uh, the change that you're really wanting in your life. So I advise people when you fail to really take a step back, like after you didn't cry, forgot to install, felt sorry for yourself, you know, kind of take a step back and see what I need to do to really improve and what's actually happening and not take it personally, which can happen, you know, a lot of times. Not taking stuff personally, but taking it as, like you said, a lesson to to, to change what happened so it doesn't happen again. So I'm, I definitely think failure can, um, will happen, but just don't let it impact that, you know, this is the end all be all, like this is your, you know, you're marching right down the plank. No, it just means like there's a, a blip in the matrix and it is your goal to figure it out like it needs to be figured out it doesn't mean that you stop it means that you there's you have to pause to figure something out okay yes and you said a few things that i like i like that the last part you said about that pause to figure things out uh after failure to keep going with intent and purpose make sure that you have a plan and i love to not take it personally So thank you for that. Okay. So Tasha, can you share one time you failed as a leader and tell us what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a better leader? So I decided to create, uh, I have boot camps that take place periodically throughout the year. They take place at my studio in Virginia. And then I also have people constrain it online. And I decided, I, I went to business personal trainer conference. And one of the things that they had mentioned in a workshop is, you know, to try to find different ways to bring in more, to try different services to bring in more funds to your business might be like a four week boot camp that's based on partners, like a partner boot camp. So in my boot camps, you don't have to have a partner to sign up, but they had this partner boot camp and it did really, really well. And all the exercises in boot camp were partner exercises. So the whole hour workout, you had to 
do with a partner. It seemed so fun and all this type of stuff. And it was. And so I decided to implement it at my studio. And it didn't get the feedback that my regular boot camps do. And I was like, well, huh. <laughs> what happened here? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to take a you know take a step back and just realize everything doesn't work for every single business. And you know, looking at when I did my last boot camp, it was pretty close to the time in which I finished one boot camp, and then I kind of went into this boot camp. And so I think it kind of got lost in the sauce because my first boot camp was promoted and then we went through that. And I think I should have a little bit more time on the time lag should have been in place before I presented people with the second boot camp. And people who attended the boot camp loved it, but it wasn't it didn't get as well versed as it what did with my traditional boot camps. And I think that the timing of it was not did not resonate well with my audience. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just, I just dropped it up to like, you know, lesson learned. I'll be a little bit more patient when I'm putting out new, a new type of event. And then also, I will say when people look to have something, they know you for something. And when you do something, when you do something different, you have to be clear with, with what it is. Because, you know, some people, and then they also don't, people don't read. Okay, so people don't like to read. Um, they don't. And, and so people are like, well, do you have to, do you have, to have a partner? And I, I mentioned that if you don't have a partner, you can be linked up with somebody. Some people didn't understand what it, you know, what the boot camp was, and, but all the information was presented there. And so people didn't take the chance to read it. And the thing is, if it's totally different from what you regularly do, then sometimes it doesn't it doesn't go over well. So that was another uh, lesson I learned um, too when presenting stuff to my audience. You need to keep stuff short and sweet. Don't try to provide a whole bunch of information because people don't read. They don't read. So yeah. Thanks for that. Thank you for sharing. And I love how you actually shared your lessons, you know, because that's what failure is all about. It's like, what can I pull from this? What can I learn so that I know what to do differently or what not to do, you know, in the future? So I love that. So thanks for sharing your story as well as your lessons learned. Okay. So Tasha, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? Well, I don't think it's easy. I think it's still getting a lot of, it's it's trendy right now for women to support. Well, it's trendy right now to big up women, entrepreneurs, and you know, support women's efforts just in general, not necessarily women business owners, but women's rights, you know, like with the Me Too movement. And so I think it's, you know, it's a hot topic and that people are trying to, you know, say like we need to support, you know, women's, you know, women and when they seek up for things. However, I don't necessarily think that's translated to women entrepreneurs and being like, Uber supportive of women, women entrepreneurs. I think it's been the, the same. 
and uh, I'm going on my 10th year in business and it hasn't gotten easier for me to get support for things. And so people know that I'm a business owner and I'm very well received in my area of Virginia, very well received. So there, there isn't any issue. I don't feel like I'm getting any black or anything, but it's not like this huge, massive outpouring from the whole entire seven cities in in this, in this region. Like, Oh my God, like that, that's just not it. You, you still have to continue to put yourself on like, you know, and then people with social media, just because they see you on social media, people might all assume everything is just fine, great and dandy, but you know, behind the scenes, Sunday through Saturday, you're still kicking butt to take care of all the different things with the business. So anytime I see, you know, people out or people, you know, chat with me, I always say to people, however successful people think I am, I like, you know, please let them know that I'm in business. Um, no, no, just, just so you know, if you are interested or if you know someone else who's um, interested in any of my training services, please don't forget to let them know. Like, just because you see me doing a lot on social media, it doesn't mean like, oh, she doesn't need any or our support or that. Like, no, that is how I stay in business. I actually, Nicole, just put up a post yesterday, yesterday about, you know, the reason why my business is still here is because of the support from the community. And every time that people decide to me for fitness training, support and guidance, instead of going to Planet Fitness, the YMCA, any of these other big gyms, you are supporting this business and other entrepreneurs like myself. So please, you know, don't neglect to remember what we are, what we are doing and what type of impact I am trying to create in this world and encouraging people to live a healthier life. Like, just don't think that everything is all peaches and cream and dandy. Like bigger businesses, you know, corporations, they can rely on people just knowing, but everybody doesn't know that T2 Fitness is here. So you still want to connect and let people know about that. So I'm still brand representative whenever whenever I go out. Um, so it's important to continue to advocate for yourself, continue to let people know that you're here, what you do, regardless of how successful you think that you are. And so I've experienced success, but there needs to be more because there's still more to do. There's still more people to connect with, to motivate and educate them to live healthier lives. That's what I intend to do. And I still need the support of people around me near and far to let other people know that I'm here. Okay. Thanks for that. Yes. I heard a few things and I do agree with you as far as being a woman in business right now, it's like really trendy or just being a woman is really trendy right now with everything that's going on. And I also agree with the term I've heard recently that the future is female. It just seems like women are just continuing to make our mark and carve out our space. But then also, like you said, the struggle is still real. This is still a real company, you know, and competition with other companies that are bigger and have been here for a long time. And we still need the support of the people around us to move forward and continue to be great. So no matter how it looks, we still need that support, you know, to keep it going. So 
Thanks yeah. for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Many people mm-hmm. want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Tasha, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? I guess two things I would say. One, decreasing time on social media. I mean, I get tripped up. Like, next thing you know, I am on somebody's page. I don't even know who they are. Um, and, like, how many Me too, I me too. Here? <laughs> it's such a waste of time. But, you know, people are nosy, such as myself. And you're like, well, what's going on here? What's going on there? And you kind of have to reel yourself back in, like, pause. This is nothing to do with your business. Like, absolutely nothing. And, you know, I think that we are good with taking breaks. Like... I think, you know, everybody isn't, people are like, oh, I'm going and going, but the truth is people will take breaks for social media or to chit chat, do different things. And so you just be conscientious of how much time you're spending on social media. And I've noticed that with uh, plenty of people. So, you know, before in maybe 2009, it used to be TV, like stop spending so much time on TV. Now it's like, so much time on social media slash the internet. So just be cognizant of that. And I think the the other thing to do, even though people might have less, I think it's important to outsource when you can uh, different things that you're not great at. Like sometimes people are trying to do a lot to save money um, and if you don't have it, you don't have it. But I feel like sometimes people, they, they're doing a lot to save money, but stuff looks kind of crappy or it looks 62% done instead of 95% done. And, you know, you have to know your strengths and weaknesses when it comes to this business game so that you can progress. So it's important to try to outsource when you can things you're not good at. Like I'm not the best at videos stuff. I've tried it. And editing takes way too long. So for real videos, I outsource that to someone else and it looks better. And I can make better use of my time, focus on being creative. So if you lose a lot of creativity when you're doing so much stuff not related to the final product. So it's important to outsource when you can because oftentimes if you are doing everything, which I used to do, you know, early on, when you're doing every, everything, you can't progress. You can't move the business along. You are just working on the day-to-day stuff. You're not doing stuff on a macro level to transition the business. You are just, you know, office managing everything. And so it's important to remember your strengths and weaknesses and outsource when you can so that you're business can improve this summer and you know towards the end of 2019 by the end of 2019 you want to have had more progress that you did in 2018 you oftentimes you can't do that when you're doing every single thing so outsource when you can okay thanks for that yes and those are two great tips be mindful of our time management and avoid the distraction of, I would say, un, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? Like social media that is not productive to business and things of that nature. So 
avoid that distraction and outsource. And I have to keep reminding myself, outsource, outsource. So you're speaking directly to me. So thank you for that. Okay. So Tasha, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned? Let's see. When you do, one, if you're just doing your job well, doing, performing your service well, like continue to do it. No matter who you think the person is, you need to try to at all times do your job well because you never know who it is you're actually talking to. You might think this person, oh, this person works for the school system. But in fact, this person also is connected to this person. So always perform well. So there have been two people in my business who used my services this year and joined my boot camp and and them really like taking a liking to me that they have helped my business fourfold in getting me a contract one with the school system, the school system here and then Number, uh, the second person has become a really great mentor to me simply because she's been in business for a very long time. And she's, her, her company is known across the country, not just uh, regionally or locally. And so it's just important to, to know to always be on, even if you're having a bad day, people should not know about it. Your client shouldn't really know. They should always get the best from you because it wasn't their fault of what happened oftentimes. It's, it's not the case. Because I was just performing my regular job, my business had gotten blessed so much this year in terms of exposure and financially because this connection I made with these two women and I didn't do anything new. I didn't go over the top for them, but people just kind of get a vibe from you you know, when you, when they see that you're really passionate about what you do, you know what I mean? That always shows through. And just even though you don't feel like it, give a little bit more at the end. So when my personal training and my boot camps, I always give a little one, two at the end. It just comes. I can be like dead, eat tired, but I just give that little extra oomph that little extra tip, that little extra push to remind them of who they are and their unlocked potential. And it, you, it goes so much further than you could ever imagine. Just, just do it, even though you don't feel like it. Do it. And I guarantee if you keep doing that, the right person, the opportunity will come for you. So I've just been blessed by that for sure this year. Okay. I love that. Okay. And it's, I heard always put your best foot forward because you never know who's watching or you never know how far your impact will reach. So Mm -hmm. thanks for that. Yes. That is great. Great advice. Okay. All right. So Tasha, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your life? Oh, I would say Uh, A mentor of mine, she gave me this information about when someone has done you wrong business-wise. To me, we're, we're, and it it might necessarily be a coworker or someone you're partnering with, or you know, some people, someone who you come in contact with. I feel like oftentimes we are, different things that are going on behind the scenes can impact how, what you, what effort you put forth and how you communicate with people. 
So we kind of, that background, whether it be good or bad, can have an impact on how you interact with people. And oftentimes this year, somebody's issues that they were dealing with had a negative impact on the business relationship that me and this person had. And I was talking to my mentor about it, and she said, she encouraged me to reach out to this person and just to check on them and see how they're doing, even though, you know, how they might have acted towards you was, you know, unnecessary or uncalled for, just check on them because it seems like they're going through a lot. And so when we were talking about earlier about having compassion for people, considering where they're at along their journey, it resonated with me. And so I think that the compassion and the empathy helps, really helps people, can help them in a time of need. And then also from a sales aspect, when you are getting and, you know, connecting with people, you know, talking with them about their, their issues and their pain, that can help them to really recognize that they might need your service to help them or their company to help them. So it could actually be twofold. The main thing is to recognize sometimes it's not about you. Make it about the other person and then also how you want your business to be perceived because, you know, people chit chat all day long. Whether you're doing good or bad, people are always going to have something to say. So lead them with kindness. Lead them with kindness and not saying you got to go all the way out. But, you know, sometimes just do the extra, the step to to be more kind to people. And that just kind of leads you with a better foot. And then you never know what type of business can take place from that peace offering in the future. Okay, thanks for that. Yes, that is great, great advice because you're right. You know, we experience what we experience and, you know, feel the different vibes or things that we go through with people. And a lot of times the easiest reaction is to think that it's about us or, you know, take things personally, but to get outside of ourselves and realize, you know, that something is possibly going on with this person. And, you know, and then take it that extra step to be caring, even when maybe you were faced with adversity with them, you know, it is super noble. So thank you so much for that. I love, love, love that advice. Okay. So Tasha, you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? I am feeling a-okay. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. (laughs) Awesome. I want to thank you again for being our guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and or ventures that they would benefit from knowing about? Yeah. So I wanted to let everyone know, Nicole, about my T2 Ultimate Nutritional Starter Plan. So I created the T2 Ultimate Nutritional Starter Plan because when people are trying to lose weight, it's really important that we get down the food. So the food is really going to be the ultimate determining factor on how our bodies end up looking. And for a lot of us, we are using food for different reasons other than its purpose. And so it's important when we are trying to stay consistent with our weight loss goals and but still live and have a busy, hectic schedule, we need to understand food's purpose. We need to understand how to use it to the best of our ability and how to use it to help us to to live a healthier life 
and to continue going. And so the foundation that's created in this ultimate nutritional plan is intense because once you finish the plan, once you read the meal prep ebook, the planning book, and once you review the, the video that accompanies it, you understand how to lose weight and how to maintain that weight loss for the long term because you have a better relationship with food. So if anyone is interested, I encourage you to please check my site and you can check my Instagram page. I talk a lot about it, but what's included is a meal prep ebook that talks to you about how to physically prep foods to help you save time, money, and calories, and also how to function with food when you're eating out at restaurants, how to make the best decision possible. And then in the video, the Ultimate Nutritional Plan video, you get everything on what I did to lose weight and been maintaining it for the past 15 years. And you understand how to use food to help you to transform your life. And then lastly, there's a private Facebook group for any continuing and ongoing questions that you have in regards to food along your journey, because we're in this together. So if you have any questions and you want to get your hands on this, you can feel free to check again, the T2EmpowermentGroup.com. That's www.T2EmpowermentGroup.com, and it'll give you all the information there. We got to get started with the food. So... My book, The Last 10 Pounds, you can pick it up on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. So the book is called The Last 10 Pounds, How the Last 10 Helped Me to Lose 100 Pounds. And it talks about my journey towards losing 100 pounds, not just the before, after, but the whole entire transition towards me changing my mind, my spirit, and my body. And in the process, everything I did to reach this goal and how I've been maintaining it for the past 15 years. So if you're looking for help with finally being success, successful and reaching your goals, even though you tried 429 times, this is for you. You can pick up the book, The Last 10 Pounds, on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. Uh, I do have a 5K race coming up, the Goal Seekers 5K race. That'll be in June 1st. Saturday, and it will be in Hampton Roads, but also, even if you're not in Virginia, you can actually participate virtually. So, I've had people, and even last year's race, uh, they registered and they emailed us a picture of them completing their 5K walk or run, and they will receive, they receive the medal and a t-shirt in a mail. So if you are all about trying to find ways to motivate yourself to reach your goals, then please make sure you register. You can register at www.goalseekersrace.com. Also, I always have four-week boot camps that you can stream online too. So all you need for our four-week boot camp is a pair of dumbbells, and you can stream the workouts from your home. And... The website for that is www.myt2fitness.com. So myt2fitness.com. So we have people from um, all over the country that participate in our 5K races in addition to um, participating in our studio. And if you are, I forget, forgot to mention about for the Goal Seekers 5K race, you want to directly um, check out to register for the race. It's www.goalseekersrace.com. And if you're interested in the 
the boot camp at www.myt2fitness.com. I'm also very heavy on Instagram, so you can check out my Instagram page. It's at T2 underscore Tasha. So the letter T and then the number 2 underscore Tasha. And then my fitness page is at T2 underscore fitness. So we post information every day in reference to uh, motivational tips, exercises, all the workouts that I post on there, you can do at home. They require just dumbbells or your own body weight, motivational tips, nutrition. I'm always posting. I'm a healthy foodie, so I'm always posting healthy um, recipes on there. So I encourage you to follow me. And even from there, my link on there gives information, access to everything I talked about. So the book, the 5K race, the boot camps, everything. There's quick links to get to everything from there. But yeah, make sure you check me out because I will always be providing information to help you live your best life. Okay. Thank you, Tasha. We appreciate your insight today. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. I appreciated my time. So thank you again. You're welcome. I really enjoyed this interview with Tasha. I love and totally agree with Tasha's notion of how leadership begins. According to Tasha, leadership begins with our own individual day-to-day lives, and it's up to us to guide ourselves to a purposeful life. The direction, strategy, and guidance we use to make sure we are living up to our greatest potential is our foundation for leadership. You can't effectively lead others until you know how to effectively lead yourself. So leadership essentially starts from within. I admire Tasha's personal discipline and advocacy for discipline in general. As Tasha stated, discipline is needed for success. We must establish habits, patterns, and routines that lead us to the goals we desire for our lives. When we are consistent with our discipline, we are more credible, which drives others to want to be influenced by us. Discipline is the key to success, and Tasha has proven this firsthand by successfully losing over 100 pounds through the discipline she applied to her life. I can relate to Tasha's struggles with staying focused on social media, as I experience the same. Social media can be a distraction if we allow it to. As with Tasha, I am a very nosy person and sometimes find myself on random people's page that has nothing to do with my business goals. As Tasha suggested, it is important to be conscious of how much time we spend on social media especially if we are not being productive while browsing. There are various methods available to track your time on social media. If you feel you do not have enough time in the day to complete important tasks, assessing your social media usage can be the first step in reclaiming time that is lost aimlessly. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Tasha mentioned the importance of doing a good job and going the extra mile as we never know who is watching. According to Tasha, when you give more than what is required, you are laying the foundation for the right opportunity to come your way. My takeaway for this week 
is to show up and show out, which is my paraphrase to Tasha's advice. Showing up is expected, but showing out is going the extra mile that most people do not, which sets you apart as an individual and an organization. I will make it my business to put myself and whatever I may be going through at the moment to the side and always give 110% to the task at hand. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. Are you struggling with your leadership effectiveness personally or professionally? Could you use some help in attaining the goals you have set for yourself, your team, or your company? Do you know what it takes to hit the mark but need some accountability to get there? Do you know that something is wrong but you can't figure out exactly what it is? If so, my leadership challenge for you is to get out of your own way and reach out to Nicole Walker Network today. Nicole Walker Network is here to help you increase your success rate. Email Nicole Walker Network at info at NicoleWalker.net. That's I-N-F-O at N-I-C-O-L-E W-A-L-K-E-R dot N-E-T to set up a consultation. At Nicole Walker Network, we know you're already a great person. We assist you in taking your greatness to the next level. Go from great to greater with Nicole Walker Network. Please be so kind and follow us on our social media channels. We're on Facebook at She Leads Podcast and Nicole Walker Network. And we're also on Instagram at Nicole underscore Walker underscore Network. Lastly, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this episode of She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment with Tasha Turnbull. Thanks, and until next time, be empowered and empower on.